let me put a disclaimer first with this Medicare for All stuff. I am not one who buys into this nonsense about well, how are you going to pay for it? How are you going to pay for it? How are you going to pay for it? Well, we pay for plenty of wars in countries. Uh, we pay for many, many, many bombs and missiles uh, to bomb many, many uh, countries around the world, the Middle East, killing brown people, children, women. Uh, so we never worry about how we're going to pay for that. We never pay worry about how we're going to pay for uh, the subsidies to Goldman Sachs, the subsidies to Wells Fargo, the subsidies to Pfizer, the subsidies to Raytheon. Never worried. So this whole psychology and mentality coming from the corporate super PAC that is the corporate media, because CNN, MSNBC, all these outlets, nothing but a super PAC, nothing but a super PAC for the elites and the bourgeoisie. So never, they only care. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the great congresswoman from New York, said this in a recent CNN interview. We only ask how we're going to pay for the moral thing, the right thing. We never worry about how we're going to pay for war, subsidies for greedy, greedy, toxic companies. We never ask how we're going to pay for these fossil fuel uh, subsidies and all of the giddies, the deregulation, the tax cuts for the rich. Never a concern. It's only how we're going to pay for health care. How are we going to pay for education? So I'm not really one that even buys into this pay-for discussion. I also believe in modern monetary theory. I've done interviews uh, with people on modern monetary theory. I wish it would go mainstream because we're already printing the money for these wars. We're already printing the money for all of this. And I just watched a documentary, actually, on the plane ride home, uh, the Panama Papers documentary, which was amazing. You should watch that, the, the Panama Papers documentary. And let me tell you, let me tell you something. We never, we never wonder how you're going to pay for it. How about you bring back the trillions of dollars that we, our government and the mafia system that we have in this country and around the world that our government has allowed these wealthy, wealthy, greedy, greedy degenerates to stash overseas? Because there's, there's tens or hundreds of trillions of dollars stashed overseas. So plenty of money to pay for it. So with the disclaimer that I don't buy into this discussion of how you're going to pay for it, the media is jumping on this. We all know Bernie Sanders from the beginning has said, listen, your taxes are going to go up like in other developed countries, X percent. That is the pay for. In addition to taxing wealthy corporations, banks, all that, uh, as a citizen for the right of health care, you pay for it in taxes, but you save so much in totality. So these terms, taxes, uh, premiums, co-pays, deductibles, it is a red herring. Your it, taxes are not the important thing. The overall money that leaves your family or your pocket is the important thing. So Bernie says you're gonna. It's basically a tax cut. He should talk about it like that because you're gonna save so much money from getting rid of all these premiums. Isn't that Elizabeth Warren? Because she's never had the courage of her convictions on Medicare for all, cannot just simply say yes. Taxes will go up a little bit. But overall costs will go down because she has consultants in her ear telling her not to say that. Right. She's also got she's trying to be everything to everyone. And she's trying to appease Hillary Clinton voters and the neoliberal establishment and also try to play capital P progressive and pick off more Bernie Sanders supporters. And when you try to be a little bit of, when you try to be everything to everybody, you end up being no nothing to nobody. OK, so she was rightly finally challenge for once during these debates and in coverage after on 
well, how are you going to pay for it? Even though, again, I don't believe, I don't buy into this argument. But in fairness, if Bernie's going to be honest and say taxes are going to go up a little bit, uh, but overall costs will go down, why can't Elizabeth Warren do that? Unless she truly doesn't genuinely have the courage of her convictions. Because if you have the courage of your convictions, you just say, yes, taxes will go up a little bit. Your costs will go down significantly more than that modest tax increase. So overall, you're ahead, right? So she had all these people put together this cockamamie tax plan from her. And honestly, I think it's, in, it's made intentionally pie in the sky so that it's, a, it's basically an opening bargaining position. It's not, it doesn't come across to me that it's meant to even be a concrete plan. So this is the I have a plan for everything candidate who's the plan for the number one voting issue, health care. Many polls show that's the number one issue is fantasy. And again, I have always gone after uh, corporate media for calling Bernie Sanders pie in the sky because Bernie Sanders, all of his plans have been laid out and they're not radical. They're basically carrying the torch from FDR that maybe JFK wanted to carry before he was killed. And frankly, nobody since has really carried. So, but Elizabeth Warren's Medicare for All plan goes under the assumption that she is the most skilled politician of all time. Somehow she's going to, quote, pay for it. Again, we already have the money to pay for it, but let's say you buy into this argument that there has to be an idea to pay for it. Elizabeth Warren is going to pay for this by cutting the military budget, mind you, she voted for two of Trump's massive military uh, budget increases, but she's going to pay for it by cutting the military budget. You with me? She's going to pay for it from comprehensive immigration reform. So these are two things that nobody's been able to do pretty much ever. Elizabeth Warren just going to happen because she has a plan for it, right? Uh, she's going to do capital gains taxes to pay for it, double her wealth tax, uh, stronger tax enforcement, whatever that means. I don't really understand what that means. Closing loopholes, this and that. So, you know, there's people, even in my life, they might be watching who I love, who say I love, you know, She's specific. She's she's very educated. This and that. You're being taken by a you're taken by a ride here. Anybody could write down anything on a piece of white paper. But how is Elizabeth Warren going to get comprehensive immigration reform, cutting the military budget, capital gains taxes, closing tax loopholes, all this stuff done? How is she going to get all that done? Even if you had. A Democratic House and Senate. You think the Democratic Party is going to be like, yes, we surrender. We don't want Raytheon and Goldman Sachs to give us money anymore. So you take, we'll give you a cut the military down to $400 million from $750 billion. $750 billion to $450 billion. Yes, immigration reform, part the seas. Because you're going to need some Republican votes for that, but Elizabeth Warren's got a plan for it. Elizabeth Warren's got a plan for it. So if she says she has a plan for it, then it's going to happen. She's saying she's part of the way she's going to pay for this 
is a $9,500 uh, head tax or employer tax, which is essentially a head tax on employers. And it doesn't matter uh, if you have 200 or three, if you're Amazon, $9,500 per employee employee, uh, to go pay the government for Medicare. And if you're for Amazon versus a company with 52 employees, that same 9,500 you're gonna pay. So it's essentially a flat tax for employers is my understanding of it, where an Amazon would pay the same as like a company with 52 employees. She says 50 companies with 50 or less employees will be exempt. Well, common sense would dictate if you're going to charge companies with 52 employers, smaller companies, a per employee tax that they pay to go to the government for health care, for Medicare for all, they're just going to make less employees full time, make more contract positions, make more part time positions or more freelance positions without health care. I mean, this is what companies are already doing. If you've looked for a job since the global financial crash 10, 11 years ago, I know in my industry, in media, way more freelance positions without health care than possible. It's a flat tax. That's what it is. As opposed to Bernie is talking about a payroll tax that, yes, employees, uh, you pay a certain percentage of how much you make. So obviously, uh, companies would pay more for employees uh, making more or employees making more would would pay more out of their uh, paycheck. I meant employees. But basically, Elizabeth Warren is twisting herself into a pretzel all to pretend that middle-class people will not see a tax increase. Okay, so first of all, her plan doesn't make sense. It says it's worth $20 trillion, which most experts say is wildly understating it. But okay, even if you could technically to the letter of the law, all, assume all these things are going to happen. Comprehensive immigration reform, defense budget cuts, capital gains increases, closing tax hole, tax hole loopholes, doubling your wealth tax. Then how do you account for if you're just if you're going to charge these employers almost ten grand an employee? That's going to depress. That I actually you know when conservatives say if you raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour, it's going to uh, decrease. Uh, you know, vote, uh, employers will lay people off or not hire. That's BS because more employees will have money in their pocket. But if you charge employers almost $10,000 per head to go to the government to pay for Medicare for all, a flat tax on employers, an employer as big as Amazon gets charged the same per employee as a company making like 52 or 53. The problem with that, they're going to, they're not going to hire people full time. They're going to hire more contractors. So yeah, maybe the maybe employees would have, maybe Americans would have health care, but they're not going to be able to find full-time work and full-time hours. So all this, all Bernie Sanders is talking about is the tax you already pay for Medicare that you have to wait till you're 50, whatever, uh, you have to wait till you're 65 for. Really, all he's talking about is raising that tax a little bit. That's all this man is talking about. Radical. Raise the tax you're already paying in Medicare for something you currently can't use unless you're 65. 
So, I think this shows Elizabeth Warren isn't serious. And frankly, by how Elizabeth Warren has, is talking about this publicly, uh, I'm looking forward to this debate because I think she's going to have a hard time uh, explaining this. Here's just an example. Senator, when you say you won't raise no class taxes, what is the income bracket that you use to buy more taxes? Uh, here it's 100%. It doesn't raise taxes on anybody but billionaires. And you know what? The billionaires can afford it, and I don't call them middle class. So, billionaire, that's where it worked. Anyone under a billion dollars, that works. That's right. It's not paying a penny more. That's exactly right. Well, to me, that's very interesting, because what Elizabeth Warren just did is call our current president. She just called our current president middle class, because Donald Trump, let's... Besides the fact that Donald Trump has been money laundering through Russia and Saudi Arabia and other countries since the 1980s, maybe some of that would be shown in his taxes. That's why apparently he's willing to go all the way to the Supreme Court since an appeals court just uh, rejected Trump and his cronies uh, efforts to stop his taxes from going forward. Now they're talking about going to the Supreme Court for this ridiculousness. Besides the fact that he wants to hide uh, the illegal behavior he's been doing, which I've been saying, that's Russiagate. That's the real Russiagate. He's been money laundering. Not that this idiot and his campaign was working with Russia to get himself elected, this ridiculous notion. He's been money laundering for years. If you live in New York, you know this. Everybody knows this. But apparently the media didn't want that to be the angle. I think the other thing in his taxes will show he's not a billionaire, and he's never been a billionaire. So according to Elizabeth Warren, Donald Trump, is middle class. She's saying anyone under, anyone under a billion is considered middle class. Uh, Here's another gem. Here's another gem that really makes a whole, doesn't make any sense. People who work in private insurance and all the people even here in Des Moines who work in private health insurance, where do they go and work when private insurance is eliminated? So if you've had a chance to read the plan, you'll see no one gets left behind. Uh, Some of the people currently working in health insurance will work in other parts of insurance, in life insurance, in auto insurance, in car insurance. Some will work for Medicaid. And there is a five-year transition support for everyone. Because what this is about is how we strengthen America's middle class and how we make sure that in transitions, no one gets left behind. It's right there in the plan, and it's fully paid for. What's amazing to me, What's amazing to me about this, I love that the media, the media is never that concerned about like what's going to happen, you know, to uh, all the, all, you know, these poor people or these people that live in Seattle or these other places. What's going to happen to them being that rent is going up 70 percent because Amazon has create is an occupying force in Seattle, San Francisco and these other places. Uh, what's going to happen for them and, and these displaced people who can't afford to live in these communities? I'm talking to you people in Seattle. I'm talking to you people in San Francisco. I'm talking to you people in Los Angeles, Chicago, Philadelphia, Cleveland, Milwaukee. I'm not saying every person that works in, um, you know, uh, pharmaceutical companies is terrible or any of this stuff. But what I am saying is, uh, what is more important? The people working for these soul-sucking murderous companies like for-profit healthcare insurance worrying about what's going to happen to them or worrying about all the people that are dying because of those people honestly i'm sorry i'm sorry for the workers that uh you know have to figure something out but i'm more focused on all the people that are going to die because of the industries these people are in 
So let, I, I don't care. I, you know, the media only wants to focus on what's going to happen to these workers. Yeah, when you start caring about what's happening to poor people, poor black people, poor brown people, indigenous people, and now the poor white people who are formerly middle class but are being pushed out of these communities because of lack of rent control, which Elizabeth Warren is not for universal rent control, because of, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos and these occupying forces are allowed to do whatever the hell they want in the name of economic development. I don't want to hear about the plight of those working in the health insurance industry, okay? But putting that aside, uh, Elizabeth Warren is just going to guarantee, oh yeah, those healthcare workers, we'll give them a job in auto insurance. They'll be fine. I mean, for somebody that's got a plan for everything, this all sounds like fairy tales to me. And I'm not one of these Hillary Clinton people who say, throws up her hands and says, you know, it will not, healthcare will never come to pass and Bernie's pie in the sky. I believe in people with a vision, but your vision has to be practical too. Your vision has to make sense. It doesn't, it is not realistic that Elizabeth Warren has a Harry Potter wand that is going to just magically cut the defense budget, accomplish immigration reform, magically move people from health insurance to auto insurance, all these things that require political will, also would require a massive political army and movement behind her like a a candidate we know already has. So, sorry, not buying it. Not buying it one bit. I went away for a few days for my brother's bachelor party. I come back. It's almost like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really like think there was standards at CNN or, or these places, but they're now just Fox News, and honestly, I think worse. Like, I'm not saying CNN, MSNBC are like as racist, but they're just casually putting up numbers that are just clearly wrong. This is not one time. This is five times, ten times. I can't tell you how many polls they put up that are just wrong. So either they're grossly incompetent, all impacting one candidate, Bernie Sanders, or they're just telling their people, just make up the numbers. I want to show you one video from today. In terms of who will run against Trump in 2020, who the Democrats will nominate, national poll here, NBC Wall Street Journal, Biden, Warren, Sanders. Interestingly, again, a couple weeks ago, there was talk that Warren might be surpassing Biden. His lead has stabilized there nationally. She is second place here, second place in most polls you see now nationally. Sanders, I think, is notable at 19%, given all of the, the sort of a speculation, his health scare last month. Uh, he is very much in this nationally. He's very much in this in those early states, Iowa and New Hampshire, the race does look different in those early states. In terms of electability against Trump, we did test Biden and Warren nationally, Biden leading Trump by nine, Warren leading Trump by eight. Remember, of course, this is a national popular vote poll. The popular vote, we track it, we tell you who won it, but that's not how the president is picked. The president's picked in the Electoral College, which sets up, I think, the most interesting poll finding of the day from our friends New York Times, Siena College. They went to six key battleground states, six states that Trump won. He won them all in 2016. Democrats have to win three of them. I think I went too long. Let me get to the punchline here, Ali. Biden leads Trump in four of those states. Sanders leads Trump in three of those states and Warren in one of those states. And even in two more. Right. Very interesting. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, so, you know, NBC, Wall Street Journal, 
Yeah, we did a head-to-head just for Elizabeth Warren and Bernie, uh, Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden because, well, you know, well, you know, we just forgot to do Bernie. We just forgot. I mean, how much more brazen, how much more brazen could these people be? The man in recent weeks, first in a New Hampshire poll, second in an Iowa poll, tied for first in, in, in a Nevada poll, tied for first or in uh, close second in California. And you just, I, we ran out of room. We ran out of phone lines to call and see what Bernie was against Trump. But we only chose Biden and Warren. This is not bias. This is erasure. This is erasing a candidate, erasing, trying to erase momentum, and frankly, disrespecting millions and millions and millions of his voters. This isn't a news organization. This is a propaganda outlet. This is no different than Sinclair Broadcasting that does propaganda for Trump and the Republican Party and forces its anchors to just spew out nonsense. They didn't just forget to include... They didn't just forget to include. Just like they're not talking today that Bernie Sanders had over 10,000 people last night in Minneapolis with Congresswoman Ilhan Omar. I haven't seen it at all. It's like erased. Erased. Then you have CNN with this nonsense. Well, let's take a closer look at that new Iowa poll, along with one from New Hampshire. They show a tight race at the top among voters in the first two states to vote for the Democratic nominee. Elizabeth Warren leads the pack in both, with Bernie Sanders not far behind. Next, Pete Buttigieg, and in fourth, Joe Biden, who once dominated all the polls. Yeah, the only problem with that, the only problem here... Bernie Sanders was at 21% in New Hampshire and Elizabeth Warren was at 18%. Must just be an, just, just an accident that continues to happen over and over and over and over again on CNN and on MSNBC. I'm sorry, folks. I'm not, you know, a, a polling truther. I'm not... Um, I'm not one of these people. I'm, I'm not saying fake news and calling for violence like Trump, but this this should be FEC regulation regulated. They should be ha- being fined, and there should be jobs on the line, including CNN's president. You don't just get to repeatedly put out false data, false information, and call yourself a news organization or or keep your job. It's directly misinforming people to prop up a certain political ideology and prop down one. Frankly, I worked at Fox News for a dark time in my life. I, I, I've never seen these fake polling data numbers go up, even on Fox News. I might be wrong, but I've never seen them just fudge data and numbers. Because sometimes you, you're just too brazen. We're like, oh, we can't get away with that. Apparently CNN and MSNBC, they just don't care. They just don't care anymore. 
and to me, to me, this is the equivalent, you know, of Martin Luther King and black people trying to, you know, the CIA and others trying to minimize them and, and erase them as, you know, oh, they're, they're with Russia is backing them. They're communists. I mean, it's, it's the, the diminishment and the erasure and trying to propagandize movements is not a new thing in this country. But this is kind of beyond the pale. And here's another one. Opportunity to ask them how they were feeling, given that yesterday uh, a poll was released showing Senator Warren on top, followed by Buttigieg, Sanders, and Biden. Here are the responses. The very top, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, and Pete Buttigieg, they're all within six points of each other, and this all comes on the heels of last night's sudden... Only Bernie Sanders was above Pete Buttigieg. Are, are all these mistakes, is it one person in, in, at CNN who just can't do math? So personally, to me, folks, and I've called for this before, and I'm not going to stop calling for it now, and it might be a little controversial, I think there need to be bodies outside CNN headquarters. I want to be clear, not calling for any violence, only peace. But this is it. This is the rigging of the election they are trying to put into the, the viewers who might consider sanders if they see he's surging if they see well maybe the tide's turning a little bit maybe he's not such a radical they're trying to basically brainwash people into thinking of a, a small town nobody mayor who's done absolutely nothing in american politics is somehow polling better than bernie sanders and has a movement Lastly, I give you this embarrassing piece of journalism. Change that America can believe in. At this point in that presidential campaign, this 46-year-old senator from Illinois was still an underdog, well behind Hillary Clinton, but slowly starting to catch fire. This year, the youngest candidate in the race is also on the move. Are you ready to leave behind the reality show in Washington and change the channel to something we can all be proud of? It's too soon to know if Pete Buttigieg will follow the rise of Barack Obama, but he's turning some of the same heads in Iowa, like Terry and John Hale. So does he remind you of Senator Obama? Absolutely. It's the intelligence, it's that cool composure, it's the ability to be presidential. Pete is, is catching on. The more people that see him, the more people that support him. It was 12 years ago when Obama's long-shot candidacy turned a corner here, dazzling thousands of Democrats at the state party's fall gala. Yeah, yeah he's so Obama, you know, he has like 2% of the black vote. So much like President Obama, who won 93% of the black vote in re-election in 2012. I don't know what he won in 2008. So 93% of the black vote, 2% of the black vote. I can see the comparison. Here's, here's George Stephalopoulos, his doozy with uh, Mayor Chosen One yesterday. Pulse is questioning Warren's math. Do you buy that she can pay for her plan without raising taxes on the middle class? That's what she says. 
Well, the math is certainly controversial. Again, there are variations in the estimates in the trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. Uh, and we don't have to go there in order to deliver health care to everybody. Warren's progressive rival, Bernie Sanders. Another thing, another thing that Mayor uh, Pete said that I thought was in that, but I didn't have it. He says, can't we have the humility, humility to not be my way or the highway on Medicare for all? Can't we have the humility as a country? You know, let's have humility like, uh, like Pfizer. Let's have humility uh, like the EpiPen company price gouging sick people. Let's have that humility. And by the way, you know what my way or the highway is, Pete? When a for-profit company says to your kid who needs a brain surgery, this happened with Aetna, a young 15-year-old girl needed brain surgery, when Aetna says, uh, we'll cover it, but you need to get the more expensive one. That's my way or the highway. We'll cover your surgery, but we won't do the cheaper one that's research shows is just as effective and less invasive. We can only do the more uh, risky one that's more expensive. That's my way or the highway. When a company tells you, yeah, we'll give you the, Epi you could get EpiPens, pay us $750 a pen. It's just remarkable. And honestly, I believe the media needs to be regulated in this country because this is the propaganda ministry. I don't want to hear about RT America and being state TV. This is worse than state TV, what I'm showing you. This is corporate TV. This is corporate propaganda. As CNN now, to my side, has Kamala Harris on for the 200th time. Can you imagine if media brought on Bernie Sanders this much? They bring on people polling at three, 0 to 3%. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable.